0: Hello, my name's Colin Green, and you are listening to Spike Peer. Hey Colin, Thaddeus Moore here, aka Patches, a name Hobbs gave me and you've adopted as well. Sweet as a nut. Strange thing to focus in on. Never heard that expression before, must be a good English one. Enjoying the show, keep up the good work. You're always good company on my lunchtime walks. Thanks. Thanks for calling in, Thaddeus. Um... First time calling for you to the spike pit and um, thanks for the thanks for the praise. And um, yeah, sweet as a nut, that is a good old English phrase. One of my my classics. I don't know if I've used it on spike pit before or not, but um, there's every chance I'll use it again. Glad you liked it. I'll try and, uh, well, I don't try and throw a few in, I just end up throwing a few in and uh, I imagine... For you fellows across the pond, it could be quite amusing. So, <laughs> nice one. And um, you'll be glad to know I've got one of my patches sewn onto my coat, my OSR one. And I just uh, realised only the other day that uh, I think you might have drawn a bit of inspiration from the, the, um, the Conan uh, film graphics. Uh, I'm imagining that that was quite deliberate, but it only dawned on me the other day. So, yeah, nice one. And, uh, yeah, I hope to hear from you again soon. Hey, Colin, Cody M here. Hey, man, thanks for shouting out my game. I, uh, I really appreciate it. I didn't, for those listening, I didn't ask Colin to do that. So it's really cool that you thought about me, man. Um, so no one showed up. Um, and I guess that's partially my fault. I, don't think I tried hard enough to recruit players. It was very last minute on my part. I felt like anyway, I think I put it up like Thursday that I was going to be running a game on Friday. And anyway, um, yeah, I just, uh, appreciate the call out, man. And I will, um, I'm gonna try again and I'll let you know. And, um, yeah, definitely want to get you guys in the, in the UK or wherever you are. Um, involved with the games that we run over on the Audio Dungeon Discord. So I will keep you guys posted and uh, have a good one, Colin. Talk to you later. Bye. So the mysterious Cody M calls in. He's got his own podcast now as well called No Save For You. Um, And I think one episode, well, I know it's one episode, unless he's done one and I haven't discovered it, but it was only the other day that I listened to it. So, and I think I'm up to date. So... No save for you, Cody M the Mysterious. Yep, thanks for calling in, mate, and uh, no worries on the shout-out. I'll give you another one now because Cody is running Friday night again, I believe, last time I heard, for you guys over in the US at some sort of US-friendly time, and he's doing his own version of a sort of uh, 5e with an OSR feel, which I think is a cool thing to do. And uh, the way he's doing it is using the basic rules with some of his own sort of um, house rules and he's pinned um, a link or something like that. I think it's a link, but he's he's pinned it in the, the Discord at Audio Dungeon. So if you're playing, check it out, get yourself a character rolled up and um, if he's got spaces, join in because... Um, I think it'll be a good one. In fact, I did send him a message that me and Arfid will be trying to get into a game if he sorts himself out with a a kind of a a UK date uh, and time and we'll see if we can get something together on that front. Maybe get the likes of um, John at Red Dice Diaries or somebody or one of the other guys, uh, maybe DM Dad uh, to join us. That'd be really cool. But... um, yeah everybody's pressured with time and trying to sort these things out is is not too easy, so yes, next up hey Colin. Tim Shorts from gothridge manor uh'll is you know uh, if you use the usage die or not I'm still listening um that's great that you got bubble gumshoe i haven't I haven't gotten that, but I do like the the gumshoe uh investigation it does i don't know I've used it with uh I can't remember, Esoterrorist, kind of by the same guys, and on its own, and I've had a good time with it. The players have always responded to, responded very positively to it, and I think the whole key of it is is it's not a matter if the players find the clues, they do find the clues, it's what they do with it, and that's what makes it that interesting. So there's no bottleneck if they don't discover a very important thing, so... Best of luck with your gaming and uh, keep having a great time. Good to hear from you, Tim. Thanks for calling in. That's Tim Shorts at Goffridge Manor. Check him out. He's got a Patreon over there with uh, adventures and maps and NPC cards and all sorts of goodies. If you haven't checked it out, you're missing out on loads of stuff. A lot of it's uh, free if you want, but you know, throw him a couple of dollars in the hat or whatever. And if you want, Um, Copies posted out to you And you're in the States Um, You know, sign up to his Patreon You you get your money's worth He's got some great ideas for sure Anyway, yeah, Bubble Gumshoe Tim Um, It was the investigation Was the main reason why why I got it I've heard a lot about the Gumshoe system I've never I know, I tell a lie I have played uh, Bubble Gumshoe once And we had a great game it was a convention concrete cow that I've talked about before, um and I loved it, and I thought it would be a good one for the kids it's got it's a little bit older, so like not for super young kids, but you know teenagers really, I think could have a good fun time with it, and you could also make it a little bit more scooby doo and um that's always been popular in our house, and uh, when I grew up, I love scooby doo And stuff like the Red Hand Gang as well No one ever talks about the Red Hand Gang I think that was a Canadian thing And the BBC Back uh, when I was a youngster Used to buy up quite a few Canadian bits and bobs And it it, uh, Was it the Red Hand Gang That turned into the Kids of Degrassi Street Or the Kids of Degrassi Street Turned into Degrassi Junior High Um but man, I loved all that stuff, and I love fame as well. And um, yeah, I watched quite a bit of um, uh, American programs when I was, or shows as they're called, uh, when I was growing up. So yeah, got to throw in a bit of nostalgia. So now I've got another shout out. This time for Ray Otis. He's got a Anchorcast podcast called Plundergrounds, and if you're not listened, why not? Because <laughs> uh, you should be, you should be listening to Plundergrounds. Um, it's named after a zine that he produces, so check that out as well. But part of the reason why I like Ray, other than he's as, as sound as a pound, um, real creative kind of type, is um, he's got real sensible things to say and he thinks about what he's doing. <laughs> Unlike me, he, he has some structure to his podcasts. And he did a great one recently about, uh, I think he called them micro games, but he was talking about lasers and feelings. Now, lasers and feelings, I've played one time and one time only, and that was at a con, Dragon Meet in London. Uh, We was doing games on demand. And uh, me and Alfred, we had a whale of a time with it. Um, uh, I thoroughly recommend it. And it was really interesting to have like Ray's deep dive approach to talking about the design and kind of ha- how with a with a game like these uh, micro like kind of um, RPGs, the way you can hack them, and you know it was interesting. He he talks about how you know it's a one page rule set. It's one side of A four and there's so much on there. It it it's miraculous. I think it's it's like genius. It's it's on a Creative Commons licence, so you can come, you can get it for nothing, and there are no end of people that have done hacks. And Ray talks about this business of doing the hacks and, you know, gives you gives you ideas about maybe how to approach that and, and Keep the integrity of the game, and and he talks about some of the, the, pitfalls that you need to avoid to maybe kind of like, to to help you not basically not break the game, and kind of talks about staying true to the the ethos of the game, and it's just I, I'm I'm not gonna go through it all because uh, obviously Ray does a brilliant job of it. Check it out, lasers and feelings on um, Ray Otis Plundergrounds. Oh, I will tell you what. The other thing I was going to say, he did. He has done it. He he did his own hack of it called um, "Sorcerers and Cell Swords," and I've dug that out again. And I'm I'm looking at that. I'm probably going to run that myself again because I did have a really good session of it. I was talking to Arfed yesterday. Um, we was talking about uh, Jason and his. He's been discussing like. People have been calling in, talking about the best games they've ever had and the best games they've never had. Um, We was just kicking that around a little bit, trying to come up with uh, something we could kind of get back to Jason with, really. Because everybody, uh, well, it's had a lot of call-ins. People have talked about their feelings on it. But I think what it needs now is a little bit of further analysis and maybe, you know, kind of just get a little bit, Delve a little bit deeper Jason Hobbs The Hobster is he's, he's keen to Drill down And unpack some stuff And get down to some real gold uh, Gold nuggets of um, Game goodness That's what we want So uh, Yeah man I've just totally lost my train of thought There with my My uh, rambling I've remembered again I was just going to say I was Going to do a session report, because talking to systems, I've checked out Nave, uh, Ben Milton, the guy who did Maze Rats, and as you know, if you're a regular listener, I am a little bit of a fan of Maze Rats. Um, I like the look of Nave, but I had a, a fair to middling session with good bits and not so good bits. Like I said, I was going to do a session report, it was going to be this episode, But I feel I've droned on for long enough and I'm going to have to put it into a separate episode because if I I do the subject justice, we're going to be here for at least four... Well, potentially, there's a half hour on its own, I reckon. So, with that, I am going to roll up... This is my dice within a dice, Mazerat's dice. Well, well, it's not really a Mazerat's dice, but it's what I use. It's from Amazon. And we're going to roll up a 26 which is the Flying. So Flying 35. The Flying Griffin. Wow, that sounds expensive. I'm off to the Flying Griffin for a uh, uh, a nice claret, I believe. You take care. Thanks for listening. Thanks for everybody who called in. And uh, perhaps I'll catch you a bit later at the Flying Griffin. Bye.